C, A, B, 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 C, To Uppy and Mustache, I'm your host Uppy. With me, as always, is my awesome partner Donovan Mustache. Hello, and joining hello. us tonight is a very, very special guest, um, my rock, my love, and the most beautiful Mrs. Uppy. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm great. And what are you drinking over there? I'm having my grown-up chocolate milk, uh, Kahlua and Bailey's with a little bit of Frangelico and cream. Nice. Mm-hmm. What does it taste like? It's... Like peanut butter cup? That's what it's supposed to taste like. It's supposed to taste like a peanut butter cup, but it's just deliciousness. Nice. <laughs> Donovan, I mustache you. How are you doing this evening, sir? I am doing well. It is Monday, and we're hanging out, and... I'm going back to my old college days. I'm doing the old Coors. Not Coors Light, but Coors. <laughs> you must have had a good summer job there if you're drinking Coors in college. Most of my friends drank Milwaukee's best. Milwaukee's and Coors are probably like along the same line. This is probably... <laughs> a, a, there's more substance to this than, than Milwaukee, so, you know... Well, I uh, I took a trip back down to Turlock, California today, the Dust Bowl Brewing. They just came out with a new triple IPA last week called Clocked Out, and it comes in at 12.4% alcohol. So if I'm slurring by the end, we all know why. Let's see. Let's <laughs> see what it looks like. You can't see uh, what I'm drinking out of because no one else is privy to our video feed, but I'm drinking out of this lovely Los Angeles Chargers Cup from the inaugural season at StubHub Center. That Donovan was so kind to buy me. So thank you, sir. Yeah, he's at 12%, and I'm like at 12 beers on Coors, so I think we're probably going to be somewhere <laughs> along the same line in 30 minutes. I feel like I'm still ahead, but <laughs> you're going to have a headache before you get drunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to pee like twice in this episode here, just, just from nice. Coors alone. All right, well, moving right along, um, we brought Mrs. Uppy in uh, for a fun little segment that we're going to try tonight. Um the, the inspiration behind it was we recently took our two-and-a-half-year-old to her first movie. I won't say which one. Um, and we also went with uh, our my mother-in-law and her younger son, who just celebrated his 12th birthday today. So happy birthday, B. Happy birthday. And we had a great one. We had Sloppy Joe's for dinner. It was awesome. And um, Is that still a thing? Happy jo- Sloppy Joe's? Is that? Yeah. Is there substance in that? Is that is that? I mean, does it fill you up? What is it like now? It's still the same. Same thing it used to be. Really? (laughs) Just slap it on a bun and eat it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a tradition in our house: birthday person picks the meal, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's grown up. It used to be like mac and cheese and hot dogs. So this is a step up. Yeah. (laughs) So. So we went to the movies, and I was I was sandwiched in between. Mrs. Eppy was to my left, and another dad was to my right. And um, I got the feeling the three of us laughed more than anyone else in the theater. So I got to thinking, what other kids' things do we adults maybe enjoy more than we should? 
So what we're going to do today, the three of us are going to rank our top five favorite kids shows or movies from five to one. And off air, um, before we hit record, we did a rock, paper, scissors tournament to determine who goes first. And it was Donovan. And then uh, Mrs. Oh, Epi got second and I took last. So Donovan, why don't you kick us off with your fifth favorite kids TV show or movie? Fifth favorite kids or TV movie for me would be the movie Up. Now here's why. That's a sweet story. It's a beautiful story. It's uh, truly an awesome story about an old man and a boy who needs a sort of father figure in his life. And they go on this great big adventure by happenstance and end up really liking each other at the end of the day. And it's just really cool. I mean, like, who doesn't like the idea of going on a vaca- on a, some type of adventure with balloons? That was it. That really caught my attention. And it was, it was like, um, it's not boring in the sense like there's like these weird parts to it. It just kind of just flows and it goes. I like it. That was my, my fifth favorite movie overall. That's probably one of the only movies, you know, having a toddler I can watch probably 10 times in a day. Squirrel. Or 12. Or 100. Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> Be honest. Did you cry? Uh, I cried when the, when, the, when the lady died. Yeah, I did. I, that was quite sad. That was, his, that was his partner, you know, for many years. And then she was gone. They were so old. <laughs> well, that's a solid choice. That's a solid choice. Yeah. Mrs. Effie, where are you on number five? Well, I think a lot of my um, a lot of my choices are uh, kind of digging deep. Um, I don't have a lot of favorite kids movies or TV shows, but um, I little went a little um, different, and I chose an, a specific episode of an old TV show that. Um, my oldest used to watch he's now almost 16 and um it's called the backyard again and it was an episode called <laughs> right in the range and it was um it had a lot of music that uh sounded a lot of, like uh, 90s hip-hop and <laughs> i always loved it when that episode came on because i would just dance and have fun with my son when it was playing <laughs> And uh, it still sticks with me to this day. And he's uh, almost 16, so probably a good uh, 12 years later. Nice. You're yeah, aging yourself there, by the way. I, I would, know. I'm old I would, here. I would cut that down by half so that you'd sound like you're 23. <laughs> uh, everyone gets on Google. What the hell is a backyarding? Right. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're going back. Backyard. <laughs> I think you might be able to find it on noggins still. But oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, my number five, I'm going to go back, but not that far back. And my number five has multiple contexts. Uh, when the oldest was younger and he would put it on, to me it was more of a good thing because uh, most of his shows that he watched I did not care for, but that one's the my favorite of the ones he did watch. And then uh, when the middle child... Um, started taking over the TV, SpongeBob. Oh, well, there it is, a SpongeBob. Um, it would be the least favorite of his shows because he likes shows that I like more. But um, so yeah, solid, solid SpongeBob. Um, even with the littlest, I hope she doesn't really get into it and kind of pass that point as an adult. And she used to acutely 
mispronounce it because she was two, but re she recently started seeing it right now, so it's not as fun. She's called like Spongebob or something like that. <laughs> so my number five is Spongebob Squarepants because I'm not in a bad mood if it's on, and I will loosely pay attention if it is. That's a good one. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird, Spongebob. <laughs> I always think of how weird it is that when they come out of the water and it's a square and a sponge, uh, a starfish and a sponge, you know, <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, now I can see how it's a little awkward, you know. Um, it's especially weird when they're drowning in, in specific episodes because they don't know how to swim. Uh, <laughs> but they're in the water. <laughs> you, you live underwater. Right. Yeah, I think it's a bit disturbing when you think about the idea. It's a squirrel with the with the helmet in the water, right? And, and she's friends Why did with. She the, the bottom of the ocean. She's from Texas, right? Yeah. Well, because bikini bottoms are where you need to be, you know. So. It must be in the Gulf of Mexico, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, it's probably in the Gulf. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Shouldn't have to go far. No. Just wear a helmet to get away from all that BP oil that spilled off of it. It's still at the bottom down there where they... Mm. Yeah. So what's your number four, Donovan? Number four is very interesting and along the lines of your SpongeBob SquarePants, but I'm going to go... And uh, Mrs. Uppy, I think that you would appreciate this one, and it's going to be Courage the Cowardly Dog. Do you remember that? Oh, that one was weird. That was... <laughs> I was going to say Caillou. <laughs> no, that was... Uh, excuse my language, but that was a mind fuck of a, t of a show to watch. <laughs> okay. And the only reason why I say that I watched it was because my brothers, who were younger than me, a lot younger than me, significantly younger than me, I've watched TV with them, uh, you know, because that's what you have to do when you're a brother. Mm -hmm. And that show would come on and they loved it. And they were like four, five years old. And I was probably like, I don't know, 21, two maybe. Mm -hmm. And I would be like going, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> and so that's probably my favorite because there's some episodes in there and I go, this is odd. This is scarily <laughs> odd. So, you got you just if no one's ever seen it, that's gonna out there listen to it. Watch one episode on YouTube, and you'll go, you'll understand how weird and awkward it is. So, do it when so you're high. Courage, courage, the cowardly lion. Courage, the cowardly, the dog. cowardly dog. So the premise of the show is that it's two owners. It's a homeowner, a, a old wife and an old man, and they live out in this mm. um, farmhouse, and the dog is is supposed to be you know their protector but he's really scared he's a coward but he ends up always saving um the mom and the dad through these adventures that he finds himself in and there's all these odd characters that show up like gophers that are like talking with glasses and it's just <laughs> awkward you're just you just you're kind of like scared but you can't turn away that's what it's really like to watch that show. <laughs> nice. I'll have to actually Google it in my free time. Yeah. I've never seen it, so I'll look it up. I've seen an episode or two, and it was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and, yeah, I, I I didn't even know what to make of it. 
you got to ask yourself, like, what were these creators thinking as they're making it? You know, you're like, right, they're on some good stuff. They're right thinking, there. shoot me up again, there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Well, how much yeah, more? How much more drugs could I do while I'm making this episode? <laughs> so, well, Mrs. Epi, your number four. All right. So my number four is has to be Finding Nemo. Oh, um, that was a good one. My oldest. Um, there was a solid couple months that he demanded to watch the movie daily. And uh, I probably still have most of it memorized, but it, it, it's a it's a good movie and gets me in the feels every time. And <laughs> it's a good movie. Always have a soft spot for Finding Nemo. What's her address again? Something Wallaby Lane. What is it? One one two Wallaby Lane. One two two Wallaby oh, Lane. Oh God. Come on, how many times have you seen? No, you don't know. Oh, now I'm spacey on that. Yeah. <laughs> Wallaby it's okay. Lane, we know you're Dory. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know. Squirrel. 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 <laughs> so my number four. Um, I have no reason. I, I I can't qualify it with anything other than it's fairly recent, and I thought it was really cute. But uh, the Minions movie. That's one that I probably honestly could watch like a thousand times. Cause That's funny. The minions are good. It's funny. It's kind of cute. And I, they speak like three different languages. And I don't know. You can't look at a minion and have a bad day. Yeah. That's true. They're just so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. That's it. So that's simply it. Minions yeah. movie is my number four. Oh, f- f- fun fact. Fun fact Monday. Minions is. Uh, the original language that you hear him sing, the Minion language, is the director of the movie just speaking gibberish and he's speeding it up. That's all it is. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. I would not have known that had you not passed that along to us. Yeah. Well, now every time you hear it and you just hear like random Spanish words in there, it's because he's just speaking gibberish and throwing random crap in there and then <laughs> he speeds it up. That's all it is. Nice. Uh, I remember I had a friend that was a little irritated that there was so much Spanish in it. And I'm like, why? (laughs) You can't understand the gibberish that they say anyway. (laughs) It's gibberish anyway. Every once in a while, you hear a word and go, oh, he said fish. (laughs) 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 That's it, really. Minions is good. That's a good. That's that's that one's always still makes me laugh. Yeah, no one's ever demanded to watch it over and over and over again, but um, I'd almost encourage it. Yeah, it might do that. There's still time for a little one. She might get there eventually. Yeah. All right. Uh, what number are we on? Number three. Three. So uh, let's see. I had up and courage. Yes, okay, so I'm going down my list here, and um, my number three would have to be Cars. Both of them, Cars 1 and 2, because I've seen it so many times now in the last probably two years. (laughs) It's still like one of the only movies, or I'm okay with it putting it on, you know? So I'm built for speed, you know, speed. So he's talking to himself in the, you know, in the truck, right? So it's it's a good movie. Um, you know, Hillbilly Hell is still like my thing. Um, if you ever, 
I watch NASCAR. I don't know if you guys know that, but uh, it always reminds me of, of of cars because when they change the tires and they do that, you know, and the cars drop each side and everything. I always remind me of the movie, and I love it. So, but cars is my thing because my son loves it, and because he loves it, I watch it, and it's about the only other thing I can watch uh, ten times in one day, literally. From morning until the time he goes for a nap and wakes up again and watches it one more time. So. <laughs> well, I, I did not know you watched NASCAR. I knew you listened to an unreasonable amount of country music, but now it makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember that one time I went to that bluegrass festival and I was the only brown person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, that Renaissance Fair. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought, I thought, yeah, there's a lot of inclusiveness in California until you go to some fair and you're like, no way, buddy. I, I stuck out like a sore thumb with my brown baby. <laughs> he was only a year old or something. Not even that. I think he was like. He was a baby, like, remember? He was like, well, he was, his birthday's in February, correct? Yeah. And we met up with you at that restaurant in June. So yeah, he, was only, he wasn't even six months old yet. Yeah, he was a he was this little yeah. guy. Still yeah. impressed you did that, though. Like, literally, I didn't take our littlest to the grocery store until she was, like, six months old. Oh, I took him everywhere. Kid. I didn't. Yeah. He went everywhere. Yeah, he went everywhere. I was, I was scared. Yeah. That's what that's that's how you get them to not cry in the stores because you literally take them everywhere so make it normal, you know. Oh, so. I, I learned to get them to not cry. Just buy them whatever they want. Shove a candy. That makes it hard for mom I to kid. take them to the store. Yeah, because Miss Mom's strict, right? She's like, if you cry, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna pull your ear or whatever. We're leaving right now, and yeah, we're, we're gonna leaving leave. everything behind. Yeah, she's like, yeah, uh, yeah, sure, Mom, you're gonna leave the broccoli that you really need behind. Go for it, you know. <laughs> okay. I've done it before. <laughs> have you really? Have unhealthy dinners. I on did. I my, give you my, probs. The, my two oldest, they were. Um, having a bad time at the store and i said you keep this up and we're gonna leave our cart right here and and they didn't believe me and they kept it up and i took them right out of the store and they were crying all the way out they said no let's go back let's go get our stuff and i said nope we're done too fucking late we left that's it it's over and after that, they they were much better behaved in the store. Looking back, <laughs> do you now feel bad for that employee who was stuck restocking all the shit you abandoned? I do feel bad, but so that's it, what I get it paid was for. a big lesson. <laughs> that's what I get. Oh, I hate people who say that. Job security. Back then, it was probably Listen. Back then, it was probably only eight bucks an hour. Listen, my biggest oh, yeah. pet peeve is is a crying baby in a store like that. So when you dragging your son out, I'd, I'm probably the guy in the background. <laughs> right. I'm the guy. Thank I'll put God. I'll put it away. Don't worry. <laughs> That's my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, man, I can't stand crying babies in the store. I can't do it. No way. No way in hell. Funny story. I worked with a girl who um, who had a, a mom who was super abusive or whatever, and, and, and uh, she would never give her anything. So one time she decided that she wanted to act up in the store. She did this whole thing where she was crying, crying in the store, and the mom was yelling at her, yelling at her. And finally, these people started to gather around, and she want, she, had, she wanted to act like there was something wrong with her. She goes, 
Mom, why do you keep yelling at me in the store in front of everybody? <laughs> and, the, and the mom just walked out. That was, didn't even didn't even bother to engage. It's just I'm gonna leave. <laughs> if you if your kids get to that point, you've lost. You've lost. <laughs> So. Thankfully, to, today's kids aren't as offensive as we were as children. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like uh, you've seen you've seen the the movie um, uh, Tropic Thunder, right? Or you guys? Everybody knows you never go full retard. She went full retard. She went for it. So, you know, <laughs> it's different. It's different now. You can't do that. And I'm probably going to get blasted for using the word, but you can't go, you, you can't go full retard. You know, everybody knows that. So. We're here to say for a while we have no listeners. It's all right. It's our beginning episodes. We can say it was a trial run. We don't have to worry about it. We're just testing the audience. Clearly, they hate the R word. You don't want snowflakes like that anyway listening to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're getting mad because I said the word. Okay. So. This is Huffy Western number three. Um, My number three is um, an old movie called Robots. It had Robin Williams in it. And... uh, it was just a super fun, funky mo- movie that um, had some fun music, and I loved the message of see a need, fill a need, and and um, it was just fun. And we actually, I, <laughs> we can still reference it with my kids, and um, we all know exactly what movie we're talking about. Dude, you're going days. back. Robots is like 2003, I'm deep with all of mine. seven, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Three, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm digging deep with all of mine. Jeez. <laughs> I was going to think I married like some Gen Xer or something. <laughs> she's going through her catalog, man. Jeez. It was seriously the first ones that came to mind when, you know, I had to think of it. And yeah. Don't make her really it. go back. She'll go back to VHS. She's not going to do DVD <laughs> anymore. Oh man, you ruined it because ET is my next one. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> this is like 1983, okay? You're gonna go back. The snorkels. Mm-hmm. Snorkels. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. We're going back. You're going. I grew up. I watched a lot of movies growing up because we had uh, Showtime and Cinemax and HBO because it was really cheap back then to get it. Now it's like way too expensive. But oh, yeah. back in the nineties, you know, even late, 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 late eighties, it was still really cheap to get. Now it's just mm-hmm. too expensive to you know get TV. But back then, I watched a lot of movies because of that stuff. I probably should never have seen at like six years oh. old. Movies, movies are naked, you, pe- naked you- people. My parents got HBO too, and there was this movie. It was like the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, oh, and yeah. I was super young watching it, and I didn't know what the what I was watching, but I watched it like Remember over and one? over and over again because Remember it was on. One? Did you ever see that? Yeah, they were used to gr- <laughs> drive around ice cream trucks. Remember? And they were like in like these cocoon things. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was wild. 
Yeah, yeah. we watched a lot yeah. of B movies. I was too then. young to understand what was going on. Oh, I know what was going on. <laughs> I watched a lot of Rambo's and uh, and a lot of war movies. So like, I had no idea that um, Desert Storm existed until like I was probably like close to thirty, and I still thought it was only <laughs> went straight to Vietnam. <laughs> so. <laughs> Because all of the movies I watched growing up again was all about Vietnam, you know? So. (laughs) It's like our 12-year-old that uh, didn't think the military was real because it only existed in video games. (laughs) Yeah. Mom, that's not real. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's real. (laughs) Yeah, it's talking about these movies like so I grew up out in the sticks. So, like anything beyond like the basic three-channel cable, was not even accessible to us until I was like in sixth grade, when we finally got like regular cable, like to normal people. But I do remember waking up early for school one day and turning on HBO, and I, I started my day off watching Cujo, and Pet Cemetery. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice stuff for you know a twelve-year-old. Yeah. So uh, is that is that when they is that when they put in flushing toilets in the house or was just before then? (laughs) Um, No, we never did get those. (laughs) Still outhouse. Yeah. Use the Sears catalog (laughs) instead of toilet paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Smooth it on the butt. The ink doesn't come off. Better than using a pine cone backwards. (laughs) Yeah. That's well, most effective. It just really hurts. It really, yeah, yeah, it gets it. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> so, my third most favorite kids show. <laughs> Great topic after talking about pine cones, if you ask. Um, my number three uh, is The Secret World of Gumball. Um, I remember when it debuted, like, Eight years ago, seven years ago. I mean, our oldest was still a little guy back mm-hmm. then. Um, the first episode was hilarious, and um, it's still on today. And they still just have a way of. I, I can't articulate it, but it still makes me laugh. It, it's on most mornings in our household before um, middle child goes to school, and I still absolutely laugh at it. And then so. The Secret World of Gumball. Secret World of Gumball. That's one I haven't seen. Have you have you watched it? Uh, Miss- yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. Probably not as much as uh, Uppy does, but it's a good one and it, it's really funny and. Especially that pilot episode was. I remember that was like the best. Bent over laughing at the pilot episode. Hmm. It was good. I gotta check it out. Yeah, just the characters are freaking weird. Like, I don't know, they're, they're brothers, but one's like a cat. The other one's a fish. And their dad's a bunny rabbit. Mm-hmm. And they go to school with, like, a T-Rex and an ice cream cone. And, and a balloon. And a balloon and a ghost and a banana. Like, it's just funny. What yeah. the hell are you watching? <laughs> Before you go to work. It's good shit. It's number three, man. It's almost number two. <laughs> what the hell are you watching? I thought I thought Courage the Cowardly Dog was bad, but you're making this seem worse. The question is, what aren't you watching? Uh, not enough cable. 
so what you got at number two? My number two is going to be the Incredibles movies. Both series. One and two. Because I really liked the first one and then we waited way, okay, way mm-hmm. too long for the second one to come out. And I loved them both. I really did. I enjoyed them. Jack-Jack with his new skills and everything was just probably my whole favorite thing of everything of, of the whole series was watching Jack, Jack get his skills, you know? So that, that's incredible. One into or it almost made number one, but it was good for number two. I feel like you have something to add. Like, yeah. I was uh, just going to say, uh, I feel like they made us wait way too long for that. Because they very clearly set it up for a sequel. And uh, it was way too many years. Yeah, how and, long and was it? <laughs> like 18 years? 15 years? Something like that. It was it was ridiculous. It was a you know, lo- long put time. Put the video in for the kids to watch. And, you know, it would end and be like, okay, where's the next one? There should clearly be a next one. <laughs> <laughs> you're really you're really right now let's do a quick check here um, 2004 was the first Incredibles dang I was 21 years old yeah and the last one just came out what, like last year or the year before it's wild I think it was last year I want to say it was 2018 yeah can you believe that 20, I was 21 years old when that first one came out and I watched it with my brothers and sisters. And look how long we had to wait. Yes, and I think we had to wait so long that um, my boys were so old that uh, they weren't really interested in seeing the sequel. And if it had come out sooner, we would have been all over it. And we they weren't? Have, they know, didn't want to even look at it. it? They didn't even want to see nothing? No. no. No, we haven't even seen it. You know, because the youngest, she's too young for it. And they're yeah. now too old to even really be interested. That's so, sad. Yeah, I can see that. Kind of lost out, you know, because they waited so long. What were they thinking? But that, that first one was awesome. That was a good movie. Yeah, both were good movies. They're all great, man. Mm-hmm. That's why that's my number two. <laughs> Is that the year number two? My number two is another oldie. It would have to be Blue's Clues. Um, That would be the... That was literally the only really kid show that my oldest watched that um, actually liked. Everything else was just really annoying. And uh, I always thought Blue's Clues was fun. I probably still know... At least three to five songs for Blue's Clues. There, there was a teeth brushing song that I can still sing. Yeah. To this day. You yeah. still know that one? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the male song? Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna yell. Mail. <laughs> We're really showing our age. Dude, let me tell you guys, I remember Blue's Clues since I was in high school. Okay? 1998, as I remember as, as, as young. 
and I would come back, and he would still be watching Blue's Clues. Well, he was like oh two or gosh. three, yeah. Because I'd leave it on for him all day, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I know the songs. How can he be 36 years old and still remember the male song? That's a long time. Very well written. <laughs> Freaking Steve. Damn you, Steve. Well, I watched him more on the, um, the Joe years. Um, I have to say I'm Team Joe here, but uh... <laughs> it's because you didn't. My oldest watched it. It's because yeah, you you, was... you probably were mad that he was losing his hair, and that's why you went to Team Joe instead of Team Steve. No, I just thought Team I thought Joe was much cooler than Steve. <laughs> Steve, the, Steve taught me how to draw. Okay, so all those skills. <laughs> all right. Those drawn skills that I didn't pick up in kindergarten. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Obviously, Uppy has not seen Blue's Clues because he has no idea what is going on in this conversation. No, no, I'm, just not, I'm listening to you like questioning her judgment. I'm like, well, I'm sitting right here. And... <laughs> My number two actually uh, happened by accident, and it is uh, Bubble Guppies, actually. And it happened by accident because one day when our daughter was one, maybe, mm-hmm. um, she was you know, messing with the TV remote, um, even though the TV was off, but the DVR was on. And then we went to turn on the TV next day and go into like the guide, ch- or our DVR list, and Bubble Guppies was on there. I'm like, what the hell? And what so we, is this? Show? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of little, like mer people down in the ocean. Um, they're they're going to school every day. They're being taught by um, a fish. The fish is their teacher slash dad because I don't think they really have parents. But um, and then so we played it. It's like, well, all right, you know, our daughter obviously has something to do with this. When she's been with her remote, so we turned it on, and she starts dancing, and she's loving it. So it's been a staple in our household ever since. And um, I don't know. We have, like, every episode recorded. There's, like, 73 or 77 of them. But, Bubble um, guppies, huh? Yeah. I like, you know, the music is catchy. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of catchy songs. Sometimes I'll be watching it with her during the day, and then I go to work. I'm still singing her. Damn I song. hate that. I go to work and I'm bopping along to their song. Like, bop, bop, bubble, <laughs> gup, 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 <laughs> so yeah, number no. two for me is a solid bubble guppies because their music is just catchy as shit. And they found the catchiest songs in the world, and then they they keep redoing them for different episodes. So it's like the same tune every time. So same tune, different words. Different. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know it's a real problem is that when you wake up like at four in the morning and the song's still playing in your head like it's the radio and you're like, why is it stuck there? You know, you're, you're still rocking out to it and you're like, no, this can't happen. If, if, if I'm up at four, it's because I have some mad heartburn or old man problems got to pee or something. Yeah. yeah. Or I woke you up on my way up. Or you woke me up on your way to work. And he's singing the song as he's walking to the restroom. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> all right. So we're down to the big ones. We're down to the number one. So our all-time favorite kid shows and movies. What do you have for us, Donovan Mustache? 
We're gonna go back, way back. Drum. That, that's a shitty drum roll for everyone. Terminator Two is my all-time favorite film. I know. Wait, what? Start, Terminator start Two. Yourself. <laughs> qualify it. You gotta qualify it. <laughs> I was probably somewhere around six or seven years old when I saw Terminator Two. And it absolutely rocked my world because, come on, how many robots do you know that can do what, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger did at 5'10"? He's not very tall, by the way. He's only like 5'10". Anyways, so that whole movie, that whole movie just rocked my world. I loved it so much, even to the part on the very last scene where he had to kill, where the Terminator had to, you know, terminate himself because he was the robot. Um, I, I remember crying as a little boy, you know. Thinking, the, thinking that uh, John lost his friend, you know, because you know the last scene where he goes into the lava pit and he has his thumbs up and he's going down like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember that's that just was the movie, and I would just even if it comes on now, I'm like, okay, we're watching this movie. Nothing else happens, nothing else is changing. We're watching Terminator Two because of that. It's a cool movie, man. You know, come with me if you want to live. You know, <laughs> getting the chopper. <laughs> you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like. My favorite freaking, you know, action hero that you could ever, ever get, you know. You know, he he made the whole movie because after that, I was the biggest Arnold Schwarzenegger fan in the world to the point where when I saw him run for governor, I had a chance to meet him <clears throat> at a Republican. Uh, I'm not a Republican, but I got tickets to go see him debate. And he was there at the event in Sacramento and we waited outside and somehow everybody was still inside and we needed to leave because we were being good students to go back to school um, or whatever event we were doing. And he happened to walk by and I yelled at him, hey, Arnold, thanks for supporting community colleges. And he and he turned he literally like stopped, turned and looked at us and walked over to us and came over to shake our hands. And all and all I remember saying to him was like, I'm your biggest fan, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't care about his politics. And then he shook my hand and he gave me a big old hug. And then and then before he walked away, I told him, you're not as tall as I thought you were. <laughs> I'm 5'4", he's 5'10", okay? <laughs> but, but, but still, <laughs> it was great. It was great because I, I just wanted him, I wanted him to say once, like, are these your lunches, you know? Something from the movies, you know? But he, he, he didn't want to do it, so. But anyways... Terminator 2, my favorite all-time movie as a kid, Terminator 2. Nice. And then he turned around and repaid you when you tried repealing SB 1419. So. Yeah. Win-win. Yeah. Win-win. Yeah. yeah. I'm still his biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tumor, you know, getting the chopper. You know, I just wanted, I just wanted to say it once, something, you know, something from the movies. You know, but I have a picture of them, and I'm excited. I got my, I got my 30 seconds of fame with them. So yeah. there you go. You know. That's all that matters. <laughs> Even if he was a shitty governor. Yeah, he was a shitty governor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, we love our Republicans in our recessions. They go hand in hand. Right. So, Mrs. Eppy, your number one, please. What all do you right. Have for us? So, um, I, I'm. Going a little untraditional again here with my number one. Um, it's a specific episode of Teen Titans, 
Go. Teen um, Titans Go. Teen, oh, excuse me. There's Teen a Titans difference. Go. Oh, yes. Teen Titans Go. And it's the Booty Scooty episode. She loves it so much that... Weirdly excited because it's just super fun. <laughs> I love the dance. I love the song. And it's just awesome. Yeah. She, she loves it so much that um, one morning she was at work and we had um, the TV on before school. And that episode was on... Um, Nick or Cartoon Network, whatever the hell channel is on. And it came on and actually, like, and actually debated texting you, hey, guess what you're missing? You're missing <laughs> Booty Scooty. But no, I, I forgot to text her. I was too busy doing it with Robin in that episode. It's okay because I YouTube it sometimes, you know, if it's been too long. <laughs> I just need to YouTube it and get my laughs, you know? That's funny. I, I think overall, though, uh, Teen Titans Go would have been one of my honorable mentions as a whole. It's a funny show. It's it it has its funny moments. Like Booty Scooty. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you've gone as far back as like Booty's Clues. So for that episode to be your number one, I think actually truly says a lot. Oh, absolutely. Because I've kept my list within the last like eight years. It so. is legit the only thing that like gets me excited about a kid's show it's like oh my god i love this episode she will put her phone down <laughs> she doesn't put her phone down for many kids shows, but she will yeah it just as, as long as she's not dancing in the background i guess we're okay right yeah. dancing's my job mm-hmm. um. <laughs> he gets the serious look like robin does Mm. It's serious business. I mean, you're <laughs> twerking. It's basically twerking, I think. Basically, yeah. It was twerking before Miley Cyrus did it, I think. I I, I have to see Uppy twerk. I'm sorry. I, that's, I'm going to have to put money down on the table. I got plenty of quarters. I got to see this happen. <laughs> There's like six billion people on this planet. You're probably the only one who's going to ever utter those words. I don't even utter those words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we can create a considerable fan base who would like to see it happen. <laughs> I guess if we actually got like fans, like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe we can do some YouTube video outtakes. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, if you we can figure out a way to record our uh, video feed or something. If if we get at least fifty Patreon, you know, subscribers, even at a dollar each, I think that uh, we could basically prostitute Uppy out to do a um, twerking video of some sorts. Uh, we can make it happen. It's possible. Money makes things happen. Remember that. <laughs> he does like to show off. I didn't know work. I was that cheap. Though. It work. Yeah, well, <laughs> I threw in a bag of chips in there, too. So. Nice. <laughs> You're fed in. It's covered, you know, messing with your money, you know, you and your and your hunger, so we're good. Um. Well, I feel like the oddball. I, I think I had the most normal of choices for my number one, but my number one is both Lego movies. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool. Everything is awesome. When it comes to sh- 
shows and TVs and stuff like that, I think, um, amongst the three kids, that's the one that I feel like I have a common bond with all three of them. So, and you can't beat that Everything is Awesome song. And Emmett, Emmett's just a hero to everybody, I think. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> it is awesome. Yeah. But I think Emmett's like the everyday hero. And it's nice to see like the everyday guy who we all, we all probably are that person um, to some degree. Um, a little bit awkward, a little bit nerdy. Not the smartest, not the brightest. Yeah. Um, stupid double-decker couches. Um, <laughs> you know? I, th- I think we all embody him, but he gets to be the hero amongst all the people who are stronger, faster, smarter than him. And I, I think there's a lot of value to that. So um, that's my number one, the Lego movies. It's a good choice. I love those movies. I just recently saw Lego, so... And, still... and fun, uh, sorry to cut you off. And fun fact, um, before our daughter was born, we took the boys to Legoland in uh, Carlsbad. Um, I want to say that was actually right around the last, not the last time, but the previous time that, that we saw you. Um, so we actually got to see the set from the original movie. And the movie actually loaned it to the park because the movie didn't think it was going to do so well. So they said, here, just have it. Mm-hmm. And they had it, and then it just like blew up. became massively popular. And so we saw like the poster with the cats like hanging on the walls, like hanging there. And yeah, the the basement set. That's we got to walk around in that. How like big is the set? Is we it never like... did. Oh, it was small. It's not very big at all. It's probably smaller than our living room, <clears throat> about the same size as our living room. Just not huge. Mm-mm. Did they did they have like facts, fun facts, like how long it took to like film one scene because it, you know they got to literally build things and move it one one shot at a time? I do not recall. Do you recall? No, I don't recall that. Oh. They had, it was um, a lot of things were. I think it was mo- it was mostly just the set and um, everything was behind plexiglass, of course, so that people couldn't touch and mess it up. Um, but the, there was no the fun in Lego that. table. I want to break the something. The Lego table with the the Lego city. Um, you know, we got to look in oh. on that, and it was all um, it was you know, of course, the plexiglass box around it. But it was really cool to be able to see it because you know you would see like bits and pieces of it um, in the movie, and then um, to actually walk around in the set and to actually see it whole right there was really cool. Absolutely, mm. and I want to say as a whole another fun aspect of that park in general is like I remember there's one place where uh, the kids can actually build their own Lego cars and like actually race them down a ramp and then another part of the park where the water park is they can build their own Lego boats and race the boats and like it's fun it's very interactive park altogether but if your kids get to be older than I would say 11 or 12 they're probably too old but if they're younger than that it's honestly a um, a good place to go for your money. So from like four to eleven, that's a good place. Ideal, yeah. You should probably be going right now. Okay, Maybe in yeah. June when we go, yeah. Yeah. I can get you a union discount. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like union discounts. <laughs> right. I like discounts. Period. <laughs> <laughs> food, food for thought. You know? Yeah. Well, that was a good discussion on the top five favorite movies, kids' movies, shows. You, you, we all got different tastes and different attitudes, and 
some of us are more weird than others on fishes <laughs> singing to each other. The, was it bubble guppies or whatever? Yeah. You know, funny thing is I thought I was the most normal out of the three of us, but you're making me feel weird now. No, because we I went back to the 90s, retro. that's why. <laughs> Mr. I was very Curves retro with mine. Dog, yes. I know. She went deep. I know. She's like, backyard again. <laughs> you know. well, we, we forced somebody. We forced probably a lot of people to search Google. I'm sure. But if we do end up with any listeners who are parents or even grandparents who are active in their grandkids' lives, I'm sure we touch base with somebody. Because I know sometimes when I listen to a podcast where they're ranking things, I, I kind of feel myself as a listener wanting to jump in and make my own comments or say no, I, I would like this instead. So I, I thought it'd be a good fun exercise, and I hope. We keep finding things to rank in the future because I, I think this was an absolutely awesome idea. So it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, amazingly enough, uh, we actually only planned that segment the last half the show, but we got way more enjoyment enjoyment out of that than we planned. So that will conclude our uh, season one, episode two for today. Uh, Mrs. Uppy, I want to just thank you wholeheartedly for staying up late tonight and joining us. Um, I hope you consider coming back anytime you want. Um, I'll do whatever I have to do to watch the kids to get you some extra rest. But thank you. You're a great addition, and we're happy to have you, and I hope you come back again. It's been a pleasure, and thanks for having me, Guy. Sweet. Thank you for well, coming. That concludes Season 1, Episode 2 of Uppy and the Stash. For Uppy and Donovan Mustache. Yes. Until next time. Until next time. Morning. Yep, until next time, we wish you good morning, good afternoon, and good night.